How's it going, everybody? And welcome back to the Gaming Observer for Friday, February the 12th. Thank you so much for being here. Got a full day of news for you, so let's jump right in. First things first, I want to talk about Persona 5 Strikers, because the review embargo has lifted early for the English release of the game. Of course, it has been out in Japan since last year. And so it's releasing on February 23rd on the Switch, PlayStation 4, and PC. Now, Persona 5 Strikers takes place after Persona 5, and pretends as though Persona 5 Royal never existed. Apparently, I haven't played any of those games, but that's what reviewers are saying. Now, the promise of the game is that it takes the Persona universe and then puts it into a Musou-style game, a la Dynasty Warriors or Hyrule Warriors, where, you know, you fight waves and waves of enemies in real-time combat. Now, according to critics, it largely executes on that promise. They really love the narrative structure of the game, re-entering the Persona universe, and the combat is at least formidable. And it's actually apparently less a Dynasty Warriors game, and from IGN here, quote, its structure is far closer to action JRPGs like Kingdom Hearts, end quote. Anyway, I think this is one of those games where you already know if you're going to buy it or not, so I'm just going to leave you with this quote from Polygon, quote, Strikers is both a Musou game and a Persona 5 follow-up. It's a perfect way for fans who love the style of Persona, but aren't interested in slow-moving, turn-based JRPGs to jump in and experience these characters. But it also gives die-hard fans a great sequel to something they already love, because the combat is good, but the Persona is better. End quote. So feel free to check that out if you're interested. I know a lot of people have been waiting for it. The newest game in the Ratchet and Clank series, Rift Apart, is going to be releasing on the PlayStation 5 on June 11th. That's what we found out today. According to the PlayStation blog, pre-orders are now available, along with special editions that you might be interested in picking up. And they describe the game as, you know, a brand new full-length adventure. The evil bad guy has a device that can use alternate dimensions to find a galaxy where he always wins. And so Ratchet and Clank are separated... They're joined by a new fighter, and you go on your way. Now, if you've never played a Ratchet & Clank game before, apparently this is a good one to start with because it's a standalone story, but longtime fans are also going to be able to see references to older games. Anyway, I'm excited to see how this one turns out. The previews looked really good when they first announced it, so hopefully it lives up to the hype. We got some first-time games on PC heading to the Epic Game Store. First of all, let's talk about Kingdom Hearts, because the entire series is now being ported to PC for the first time, as Epic exclusives. Now, here's the full list of games, and please pardon the very strange naming scheme they've, gi they've given these. So it's going to have Kingdom Hearts HD 1.5 plus 2.5 Remix, which is a collection of games. It's going to have Kingdom Hearts HD 2.8 Final Chapter Prologue, which is a collect collection of games, and then Kingdom Hearts 3 and Kingdom Hearts Melody of Memory. All of them are arriving on March 30th. They're going to cost anywhere from $50 to $60 US each. And the pricing there seems a little weird because... I think on the PlayStation, you're able to get all of them at once for like $30 or something like that. So it'll be interesting if, if that actually ends up remaining. But nonetheless, if you're a PC gamer and you wanted to play Kingdom Hearts, here's your chance. Epic is also going to be adding Axiom Verge 2 to their lineup, which was originally announced last year just for the Nintendo Switch. So it will be on Epic and it is apparently coming soon. Okay, and this is the last story that I have for you. HBO is currently developing a television adaptation to The Last of Us. It's being made by the guy who did Chernobyl, as well as Neil Druckmann, who leads Naughty Dog. And they recently revealed some casting decisions that a lot of people are really happy with. So, playing the role of Joel is going to be Pedro Pascal, whose recent claim to fame was the starring role in The Mandalorian. 
And in the role of Ellie, he's going to be joined by Bella Ramsey, who played Liana Mormont in Game of Thrones. So like I said, people are really happy with those. I think an HBO adaptation of The Last of Us is like the best shot we're going to have at something like The Last of Us, I think. So I hope it's really good. And uh, yeah, that's that's all the biggest news from today. Folks, thank you so much for joining me here on the show. I would like to remind you that you can consume this show in so many different ways. It is available on Amazon Smart Devices, Google Home. It's available as a newsletter, thegamingobserver.com slash newsletter, or anywhere that you get your podcast hosts, or on youtube.com slash thegamingobserver. Once again, thank you for being here, and until next time, happy gaming, everyone. the TGO After Show. Hello and welcome. We had two really, really big days of news, and then today it all kind of flopped, but that's all right. That's that's the way of the world, isn't it? So what's new with me? Um, I don't know. I'm keeping myself busy, you know? I took, I took a day off today for the most part because I've been working fairly hardly, I'd like to think. And so I've, I'm literally, I don't, you know, if you listen to the After Show a lot, then you'll know this, but I've been binge watching Survivor, the reality competition show, uh, from season one. So I started sometime in the middle of last year, and now I'm on season 25. I just finished up. So what is that? 15 more seasons to go? And I'll tell you what, I'm having a great time. It, it may seem like that's a weird show to binge watch. You'd think it'd get a little repetitive, and it does sometimes, but for the most part, I'm having a pretty good time. So I did a lot of that today. I also started to put in some serious work into my independent study at school. So I've been doing a lot of research for it over the past couple of weeks because, well, I mean, primarily because the due date is coming up in a couple of months, but I've been doing it as like a step-by-step process where I was making those mini episodes here on this show, so on the on the variety shows. I did one about KDA, the K-pop virtual group. I did one about the social interactions in Sea of Thieves because my thesis is all about, you know, performance and video games and all the various aspects that that, that can take on. So today I actually, you know, started writing out, not a script, but like a, like a paper almost, a research paper with all of my sources and the important information and whatnot. And I'm making some good headway on that. I think it's going to be a fun one. It'll probably be the most fun project that I've done at school, to be honest. It lets me look at video games all day and like literally play video games as research. And it's too bad that I never really went to school for video games instead of theater. I think I really would have enjoyed, even if I went for like a programming degree or something, engineering degree, and then was able to transition into video games somehow, I think I would have had a lot more fun than if I just did theater. But by the time I had figured all of that out, I was like, eh, may as well finish the degree anyway. I'm having a lot more fun doing this show than I probably would doing programming. So anyway, hey, listen, I, I hope you're doing extremely well. I hope you have a great weekend. Take care of yourself. And until next time, farewell.